and welcome to Law and Order S Review here on Fanversation. I am Yell Teagle. I'm joined as always by Felicia Michelle. Hello. Hello, Yell. Hello. Um, it's just the two of us today talking about season 22, episode three. I thought you were on my side. Uh, before we jump into this episode, a couple reminders, especially if you're new here. First and foremost, if you are in a situation where you need help, please reach out to Rain. Their number is 1-800-656-4673. 1-800-656-4673. Felicia, what does that spell? Oh, it spells hope. It does spell hope. It's um, not fun when I can't steal that little bit. <laughs> I steal that from Taylor sometimes. It's just, I, I miss her. I almost was like, I'll just say it because it's not it's not exciting when we all know it. Um, also, if you're new here, please consider this your content warning. Uh, sometimes SVU goes to a very dark place. And to process that, we go to a very awful place. So consider this your content warning. We might make some jokes that if you're not in a position to hear, this might not be the show for you. But please come back when you're ready. Um Cool. I think that's all you need to know. What did you think of this episode, Felicia? I liked it better than last week's two episodes. Like, I enjoyed it better than the uh, the season premiere. Um, oh wow! Yeah, I mean, it was it was really good. I mean, I, I obviously we get you know Elliot in there, and but I feel like it was building a lot more. I feel like this is actually building to something. If that makes any sense, you know. Obviously, we talked about like last week. Um, that it was a three episode arc and that, you know, we're, we got one at, on our season finale and then we got our two, our last two mm-hmm. in the beginning, but, and that kind of made a disconnect, but this feels like we're onto something else. So I really enjoyed it. Uh, interesting. I feel like this episode had all the bits and pieces that I wanted <laughs> and then it ended. And I was like, no, <laughs> because there was no justice for our victim. There was no conclusion. Um, and then I'll tell you all this, I watched organized crime and you'll thank me later. It doesn't. We're this, thinking you now. You think me now. Uh, this case, Gabe, Gabe does not continue into the next episode. There's, it just, that was the end of this storyline. And it like, better, like gone? It, they like moved on to what they were already doing on organized crime. Um, and although this ties into that a little bit, not enough. Um, I'll say this before we jump into this episode. Uh, we will discuss what was in the letter. Um, I watched Organized Crime for you all so that you did not have to sit through it. I have, you're welcome. I have it written down. I have quotes. I wanted to make sure I got it 100% correct so that you all knew exactly what was revealed. Um, but before we jump in, I want to give some shout outs. We have people in the chat and I want to say hi to them. Uh, Daryl is here. Hi, Zach is here. Jennifer, JNCA, who says Gabe will be back somewhere. Maybe he better like the story better. We need, we need the justice. We're looking for the justice where that's, he has to come back so that we can get the justice. Um, yeah. Also, can I say, say something fast when we say like, so you don't have to watch organized crime. It's just because we love this show so much. I don't necessarily hate organized crime. I'm just not in in love with it. And it's hard because I feel like it's like the little cousin or like little brother that like wants to keep coming and hanging around with the group. But it's like, yo, like just do your own thing. Like 
forge your own path. Like, and it's so it kind of it's just like a, an annoyance to have to watch it to get information for the show that I already am watching. So let me just clarify and say that like I'm not hating. Sure, sure, sure. I, doing, it's just annoying a little I'm, bit. I'm with you because personally, um, I I don't like when a show forces me to do something. Like that's a weird thing to have to say, but I don't like it when a show forces me to do something. And so. I will I will watch it if I want to, but the fact that you are literally forcing us, if we want these answers, we have to watch the other show, that really uh, irritates me. And I, it just, because TV should not be homework. You know what I mean? I should be able to enjoy it. This was still an enjoyable episode though, nonetheless, even yes. at the bit, little, little bit of crossover that we had that was so enjoyable. Yeah, I think it was very interesting. And like I said, it has all these elements that I love, I was just disappointed that we didn't get, ju I get annoyed when we don't get justice for our victim and our victim was amazing and deserved her justice. Um, Seriously though. I want to talk about this uh, victim. So our victim is Tara Riley, who is a singer. Um, I am not specifically familiar with this actress's work. Her name is, I want to say it's pronounced Horizon uh, Guardiola. I think she was phenomenal. This was such a good performance and I love her and I want to see her in everything. And she was so good. Like, because I believed every, every moment of her story um, and her singing was beautiful and she was beautiful. And then the, it was heartbreaking. So like you can tell like, she's like a smart girl. She's just there because she's trying to create opportunities for herself you know, in other spaces and places, like she just, you know, had so much potential and it wasted potential sucks. Real life in draw and TV, wherever wasted potential is like the most, can we, one of the most heartbreaking and irritating things she's like, oh, like she's like, how can I even um, sing and dance, let alone like walk? I'm trying to learn to walk right, right now, it's nuts. Yeah, um, so like her storyline, the fact that she didn't get justice was just heart-wrenching. <laughs> She looks so familiar to me too. I feel like she's in something else. And as soon as I watch, as soon as the episode ends, it's going to like pop into my head and hit me. It's what's funny is I saw when she was announced as a cast member for something and I saw the picture and she happens to look very similar to another actress who is not her. And I was like, Oh wow. And then when this episode started, I was like, wait a second, why does this girl look like that other actress? And I went, Oh, it's the girl that I thought was the other actress. Um, she's just so. She did a, she did an amazing job. Amazing. Yeah, and I think that's what made you like really like. I don't know about you, but we I, we watch episodes longer over and over. And obviously, like we make light, we make jokes on the show, but this is like about more than more often than not sexual assault. And I don't know, watching her assault was just like really like I kind of paused a little bit. Like I kind of just I had to watch it in bits and pieces because it it just I don't know, it made me really uncomfortable. Um, yeah. I Which I thought I struck, it struck me odd because I'm like I'm so used like not used to seeing it but I'm used to watching this show right. and this is the first time in a while that I've actually felt uncomfortable and like hated what was happening not because I hated the show or the the, the material but just the that part of the story. You're right. There are episodes every once in a while that like seeing the assault is hard, harder, like, and I yeah. think I wonder if. I'm like trying to understand why. And I wonder if it's because we, a lot of times, if we see an assault, we haven't met the person. And so we don't really, we don't or know them. Together that this happened somehow through right. clues, 
something like it's not like actually seeing it happen right? Um, or not, not just being it, it being implied because we saw it happen when he pushed her down like on his lap too. And then to find out that there was an even further extent of that, um, of that assault that happened um, that we didn't even see. Um, yeah. That was, that was crazy. Yeah. 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 Um, it's wild. And then when they go to arrest him, I want to talk about this moment where Benson pulls her gun on him and she says, I'm going to fire two shots. And he said, go ahead. They're bulletproof. She said, you want to test that theory? This moment was very confusing to me. Here's why. One, I don't feel like Benson would do this unless he was like resisting, which he wasn't. She just like did it outright. Yeah. Like, like a, like a gangster. Like she was the gangster. Yeah. And second, sir, she has a gun on your balls and your response is go ahead. I mean, I think it just speaks to the, his, his audacity, which he lacked none of his character lacked no audacity. Um, this, this episode, he had all the audacity. I think it just spoke to that. Like, he's like, Oh, well, I know who I am and I'm connected to the police department. And sure, sure, sure. There's and- still a gun pointed in your balls. He obviously doesn't have the best sense. I mean, he's smart, he's slip, slippery as slippery as oil. Like, it got oh, oh my goodness. Yeah, I almost thought he was an idiot. I, I did when he told them to get out the room because he wouldn't talk on the phone. And the girl's like, "Oh, he's a super idiot. Like, how is he in charge of anything?" But as the episode went on, I said, "Oh no, he's kind of smart." Like, it was surprising how smart he's. I have to give a shout out to this actor as well, um, because. Uh, 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 this was uh, Reese Coiro, I believe is how it's pronounced. And I have to say, this actor, I, every time I see him, he's always a bad guy. He's always creepy and evil and I think a it's bad the guy. Hair. I, think it's the, I think it's the hair that they... No, so he's a repeat offender. He's been in a previous episode. Uh, he was in the episode where there's that mom from Canada who like comes to explore the music scene and then she gets murdered by um, this school principal who likes to dress in drag when he goes out. Um, anyway, he's in that, and he's a creepy Taylor. Taylor, like that season, da da da, da episode. So <laughs> I can get you the, I can get you that info. But I just thought my description would be good enough. It is brief interlude. Is the episode title uh, okay. season fourteen, episode twenty three? It just he was in that, and he was a creep in that as well. Um, and I, you know, he was on this show called Graceland, which I used to watch, and he was a creep in that as well. He just is really good at creepiness. And the creep. Yeah. So he needs that shout out right there. Daryl in the chat says, Yell, you have to remember he's already gotten away with murder at that point. I understand that he doesn't think that he's touchable. My thought is, you don't know this woman, and she has a gun on your balls. She, like, she could not care about her career. and shoot you so is this are we are they setting us up for like another another like live mental like breakdown thing are they, are they is this set up for that because when i watched her do that i was like this is really out of character like this seems kind of out of i mean she can get spicy now she can she can get cajun with her conversation just like anybody else but she just you know, and then right before that, she like kind of talked about her mental health a bit with um with Finn. She's lying to her therapist I'm like, then what's the point of going? Yes. Why did you? Why go? Why did you? Why did you waste their time? Why did you take another patient's appointment? <laughs> you were gonna lie. 
feel like doctors are the people you're not supposed to lie to because they're going to help you. I understand if like you have a shitty doctor and you don't want to work with them, then fine, find another doctor. I'm saying when a doctor asks you a question, they need the answer to help you. Um, that said, JMC says in the chat, sorry, I just want to read this one real quick. Uh, Gabe's not used to a woman standing up to him. I, I get that. I it turned him on. He really like he really he liked mm-hmm. her. I think he liked her until I guess like kind of like how a cat and mouse like a cat will play with the the mouse until it beats it to death. I don't know if you knew that. I thought cats ate them my whole life. Nope. I found out they beat them to death. Play and with them to death. They play with them to death. They okay. <laughs> Let me stop that. So <laughs> that image is horrible, but it's funny to me. We gave you a sp- we gave you a content warning before the show even started. So anyway, um, but it's like he was playing with her, and he liked that he could like play around mm. with her until the moment when they, you know, get into the interrogation room, and she's like has some real shit on him, and then that's when she was a bitch. Right. She went from being like his possible queen to now she's a bitch, and she was like, "Oh, you know, I thought we were just friends. Like, what happened? We're not friends anymore." <laughs> Which was a, also a great moment because literally they were like, do you want to join me? And I went, oh, they're about to go in the interrogation room together. I was like, I'm here for this. This I'm here for. This is something I'm here for. The ship, not so much, but I'm not this. I'm here for this. I love how much through this episode. Well, I hate how much through this episode people talk down to Olivia as though she was not the highest ranking officer. Um, but I do appreciate how many times people were like, no, 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 she's, no, her, she's, she's captain. Yeah. Her taking the lead because obviously she said it. She's like, he got there before me. You know, he was there before I was. So yeah. he had taken the lead. You know, she was under his wing for since the beginning of the show, you know, until they kind of risen to get to this equal part. And then obviously she continued to move up in the ranks as his character is no longer part of the series, but um, I don't know. I just was, that was, mm, I don't know. I liked it, but it was just, I don't know. I just, I just want more of that. I don't want the romance thing. I don't like that. It like kind of makes my butt itch. I don't really like it. Okay. Well, then, uh, let's see. <laughs> well, well, I don't know how to respond it's like an to annoyance. that. It's like, it's just like your butt itch. Oh. <laughs> okay. Is that, a, is that a, a saying? That I'm not familiar no, I with. just I, no, I just literally say you know I you know I will say anything like you know I say I know, anything. but I sometimes don't know sayings. Oh no, it's not a saying. Oh no, 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 okay. you did not miss a cultural reference. It's just okay, me. Cool, cool, cool. Shit like that that makes me go, how foreign am I? Um, all right, uh, should we talk about the letter? Should we talk about the letter, everybody? I know everybody yeah, wants to know what's in the letter because I. Didn't watch we if for those of us who didn't watch um organized crime. Okay, so here's what happened. We, as you may recall, Stabler gives Benson a letter, um, and we don't know what's in it. We didn't find out at all last season, and now we find out a chunk. And I'm so excited for the anger that should come with this. Um, so first and foremost, he shows up. He gets drugged and shows up at her. Uh, apartment and that is where this conversation happens and he is drugged so he is drugged up to olivia's apartment yeah and she is like we don't have to talk about this and he's like no i want to and she's like you're drugged and he's like no i want to fine 
Wait, drugged, not drunk. Drugged. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So he says that he did not write the letter. Kathy wrote the letter. Um, oh, get ready. It was her idea. And the idea, I guess, was that it would be easier for them to talk after they've seen each other for, or haven't seen each other for so long because they have, he has it written. It would like help and make it easier. Okay, I'm gonna just keep going. So he says, and I'm quoting here, he says, Kathy helped dictate. And then Benson responds that what we were to each other was never real, that we got in the way of each other being who and where we needed to be. And then he says, that was Kathy. And then she says, uh, and there's a part where uh, she says, and that there's a if there's a man in my life, you hope he's the kind, faithful, de devoted man I deserve. And he says, Kathy, to let us know that she wrote that. And then she reads, but in a parallel universe, it will always be you and I. And then he says, I wrote that. I slipped it in before sealing the envelope. So from what I understood. Is this passions? Because this sounds like. Kathy, a great reference. Uh, are, are we to believe that Kathy was this vindictive? That Kathy. It's not fair to do to somebody who's dead. You wait a minute. Throw fair. her under the bus. Like she's already under the ground. How are you just gonna right. throw us? Yes. Um, if you're if you're listening to iTunes right now and you don't hear anything, is this me being literally like this look of disgust on my own face? I can't describe it. Um, but um, it deserves five stars. So go ahead and hit five stars. You get five stars if you just are like don't understand what the heck that was about either. I mean, I'm confused. You are so good at plugging our iTunes. <laughs> um, look, I, this letter part really, really annoys me. Look, here's what I'll say. If he were to say, I wrote these things in anger, I wrote, you know, out of, out of frustration, I wrote that it was never real and that we got in each other's way. Fine, but he threw Kathy under the bus, which also makes me wonder, had she survived, would he have told Olivia the truth that Kathy wrote it? So like, this just makes it sound like their marriage is like in a not good place because like, if you know you're coming back to a place where he'll be back around his old partners, his old whatever, and you're having him write a letter to now to reestablish how him and this other person should continue their relationship post a decade from me. That's even me saying it out loud sounds weird and crazy kind of like, it sounds like top tier insecurity and like something's something's going on. And it's weird because we saw that they had connected, that they had bonded and had some type of understanding with each other for the roles that they each play in his life, which is like important roles as your partner and then like at work and then like your life partner, you know? So it's just, I don't know. It's just weird. 
I, I agree. I mean, we, we've seen that Kathy and Olivia got along. Um, Kathy and Olivia understood each other and they were fine. They dude was getting on both of their nerves. Yeah. Right. That's uh, how a lot of girlfriendships start. Literally, Kathy came to Olivia when she needed the divorce paper signed. She was like, you need to tell him to do it. So the idea that she then was like, before we see her again, I need you to tell, put her in her place. And then the idea that he had to sneak in, or sorry, slipped in the last line in a parallel yeah. universe, it yes. always <laughs> be you and I. Two things. One, if you are writing, what is this slipping in? You wrote it. You chose what to write. Whether she said something or not, you they chose what to put in it. Yeah, I, this is just this is just super strange. Also, it's very like emotionally manipulative type of behavior from anybody. Like, yes. just you guys know, like if someone says something, they should do what they say, and then like if those words and those actions don't line up with each other, something's wrong, something's amiss, and something is really amiss. Um, I don't know what capacity Elliot has for other people in his life because I'm I don't watch organized crime obviously but I'm wondering like where is his children don't, I remember that his son is only a teenager yeah, not yet they're, was, they're popping in now um I will say on organized crime this episode this two part had his mother appear um she his mom is still alive his mom's still alive. She has dementia um, or Alzheimer's and explains that she missed the, the funeral, which I appreciated. But she wasn't she already had some mental capacity? She's, yeah, she was bipolar. Oh, wow. So now only, okay, that's yeah. a double whammy. Yeah, she's having memory issues. Um, anyway, not the point. Off topic. But I will say, uh, let's see what's happening in the chat. So, um, Daryl says this that was awful. And then he says, let's pretend that never happened. Um, it's awful writing and planning. Um JNCA <laughs> says, like it? <laughs> JNCA says, um, if I was a Bensler shipper, I'd be enraged by this. I don't understand how they're happy, but I think literally the last line is what got people happy that he slipped in that in another universe they would have been together. Uh, but JNCA points out parallel universe does not equal this universe. I think this, I think what the letter should have been was like, you were my partner. You meant the world to me. I'm sorry about how I behaved. You were wonderful and we needed to live our lives and I needed the space and I, I went about it wrong. And maybe the, you know, in a parallel universe, it'll always be you and I, because he didn't know his wife was going to die. Because now his wife's dead. So it sounds like eventually we're going to get them back together. But for now, I think the fact that he is claiming that his wife made him write this letter. Oh. I wouldn't want to be with a guy who throws his ex-wife, his dead wife under a bus. Listen, you don't want to never, never be with any dude that throws his like ex-wife his baby mama, like any any woman like that he's been in a relationship with, if he throws her under the bus, he's trash because like y'all are literally equals. Like y'all were together at one point. Like how are you gonna just throw her under the bus? I, and why do you throw her under the bus to me? Right. Not having to do with me. Mm -hmm. no. um, I'm gonna add on to your brilliant advice. 
which is also if you are with someone and they keep telling you about how all their exes were crazy, their exes weren't crazy. They're the problem. I'm just saying, if you're with someone and they're like, oh, yes. this ex was crazy and oh, this ex was crazy. <laughs> no, 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 incorrect. Well, we understand that Sable has a lot of like issues that he already had. He came to the scene with issues. He has now more issues on top of those issues. And I feel like Olivia is like doing good. And I just, just like, like I don't know, just don't want him to bring her down. You know, I just want yeah. to bring her Well, that what was what was in the letter. Um, speaking of ships, we also have uh, Carisi and Rollins. Sound um, more excited about it with, with more enthusiasm, yo. <laughs> so they're not breaking up, but um, Rollins suggests that he comes back to being a cop. I got a note for this. This is the weakest. This is the weakest hookup. I'm so mad about this. This is the ship that I wanted, and now it's like just it's like it's like I wanted this ship, and they gave me a duck boat. Like. <laughs> There's no passion. There's no romance. They're not hot. For, they're not hot for each other. I don't understand it. It's just not giving anything. This is what I said. One, Rollins was definitely flirting with that guy. Yeah. She was super flirting with him. Even when she was like, oh my gosh, you guys didn't do right. She still was flirting. Like she was doing that. And I said that before Carisi was in the field with them, he was about that action. Like he was about that life with them. And now he wears a suit, a tie, and loafers. And that might not be as hot to her anymore. You know what I'm saying? And, like, there's a couple months now that she's, like, worked, you know, but they've been together or whatever. He's still been working with them. It's just not, like, hot. Like, they're not partners. Like, they were, like, on the same team. Like, they're on the same team, but not in the same way. And I think the other guy being able to go back and forth between suit and and and, uh, and strap was more her speed. And, yeah. She does, she's not, she's lukewarm with it. And it's just, it's, it strikes me odd. Most new relationships, you're hot for each other, not lukewarm. So it's just. Jennifer in the chat agrees with you. Rollins was definitely into the other guy. For those who don't know, we're talking about the FBI agent. Uh, Just break them up and admit your mistake, SVU. I'll say this. I would be cool with, if they decide to like end it mutually and and stay friends, I would be okay with it specifically because. I think her being like, you know what? I realize I should stop dating coworkers. <laughs> that would be good. Or maybe I just need to stop dating for a little bit because I keep it's a little bumpy. Maybe just um, um, yeah. I want to give a shout out real quick to that breakup. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, oh, who? Oh, the actor who played him. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So the agent was Agent Harrison Clay, played by Josh mm-hmm. Cook. I've only seen this actor do comedies, so it's a very, it was a very impressive turn as this asshole. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Who? Like, I mean, this is the thing. All right. So I do think Creasy and Rollins are going to break up. I think this is my Creasy Rollins are going to break up because it's not sizzling, y'all. There's not. It's not boiling or anything. It's it's flat, and um, he's going to find somebody else really fast after that. And then she's going to be jealous and she's going to want to get back with him. And then, Oh, I really hope, I mean, I totally could see this all happening and I really hope it doesn't. <laughs> I hope it doesn't either. Like now I, it's like, they say, be careful what you wish for. And this was a y'all I, there's it's on the internet forever and ever this, I shipped this ship and it's not the one I wanted. <laughs> At this point, I'd rather have Carisi barbership. <laughs> Thank you. That's because it's, it's the way it should be. Greasy and Barbara had all that passion. <laughs> Maybe that's what will happen. Maybe they heard our heard your cries, you and Taylor's cries. 
<laughs> We're not that the only be- ones. We're not the only ones. Well, they, they heard your cries. There you go. Okay. Um, the, the episode ended with no justice for Tara. I think I really just want to point out that, like, she says really perfectly, you were supposed to protect me, not him. Uh, so this cannot, cannot be the end of this case. No, no. I think it's a building block for something, though. As I said, you know, before we yeah. first started our episode about this, but I was like, it's something is building to this. But oh my gosh, I almost forgot to mention this, y'all. The opening, there's like two people. Did you, like when they're standing in the opening at, at the? I don't oh, know. Does anybody watch just, the opening anymore? Yeah, just four people. Back? Yeah, it's just like it went like. I was like, that is the quickest zoom in and out I ever seen because it, it that room's empty. Uh, yes, it is absolutely devastating to, Sorry to watch it. I saw it. I was like, <gasps> like, I just, I don't know. Like I for, I didn't even think about that. I Our was, team is too small. I never thought that it would, I don't know. I just didn't think about that in the next episode, like in that it would, that would even change. Like, Oh yeah. I remember when they added cat. That was great. <sighs> okay. All right. Uh, let's talk about our favorite lines. Cause I have a few. Best line. Uh, Without Taylor, we don't have a whole lot. Um, but what do you have? She's a writer. She she has to. She um she can. Her level of appreciation is probably a lot higher and goes um over over our heads even. So her her level of appreciation is just higher. Absolutely. Do you want to start? Uh huh. Um. There's one thing I do want to say though. I really hate 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 Elliot's like goatee beard situation <laughs> it really bothers me and that was really another thing that was irking me during the episode and I'm sorry I've got to talk about it earlier here's my lines is it the one where uh Gabe says he likes it no but oh, I thought that's what reminded you I thought about I thought I hate it all right so sorry um my lines uh it was definitely the scene where um Liv and Finn are talking she says what did you what did your shrink say he asked if it was triggering for me, and I lied and said it wasn't. Then he asked me about how I'm doing with the other changes around here. And you lied about that, too? I certainly did. <laughs> it just was so funny to me. I don't know. And then um, a little later in the scene, Finn had, like, a good one-liner. He's like, all right, Liv's like, come on, we got to go. He's like, I'm waiting on my fried egg on a roll. And if you're from the East Coast, you know exactly what that is. It's like a good old, like, um, breakfast sandwich. Um, and it's really insta-tasty. And, um... She says, take uh, it to go. She, she, she's like, I'm waiting on my food. <laughs> it's so funny because like, he's, it's like, I, he, obviously he cares, but it's just, it's his job. So it's like the same way, like all oh, your lunch breaks over. Like, man, I was getting mine. You know, even though it's a, a serious thing, like he's yeah. like, hey, I wanted to eat. Like I was sitting here. Um, and then um, it was, uh, this is Gabe. He likes it rough. I love that part. I was like, I, I, was like I, I love it. Yeah, I love it. Um, I have, I have uh, two. It's related to literally that. Uh, you're a lady, so you wouldn't understand. But some women like it fast and rough. I was like, wow, that's so sweet of him. Like this is when he still liked her, though. Also, some ladies, they might seem like a lady, but they like it. What? Oh wait, there's a saying. There's a saying. Um. Lady in the streets, freak in the sheets. sheets. Yep, correct. Um, um, the patriarchy. 
you or whatever you want to be in the streets and the sheets. Hell yeah. Um, and then threats and bribery. Wow, you two are old school. I like that. I like that a lot. That was uh, unbelievable too. Like I was like, wow, it's I feel like I'm watching an old school gangster movie, like kind of like this the, the air about them to just be like, I'm gonna get away with all of this. <laughs> all yeah. of it? Like everything? I mean it did and he did, and he did. And I think when Rollins points out that like he's not gonna stop just because Witsek moved him, he's still gonna rape and murder someone. That's still happening. So I assume there that's a lot. There's too many. Okay, so there were like too many established smaller players in this episode for me to not think that they're coming back later. You know, there's like bits. There's like some breadcrumbs in there. Like um, even in the beginning when we when uh, Tara first was walking into the dressing room and he was walking out, the young lady that we could only assume that he had also assaulted some right. way. She had a, a black eye. Like, and also we, they went and talked to her again, and yeah. even the manager at the club. So. Um, and the fact that he's already connected to this person who's like so big, I don't know. I feel like somehow they might come back around. I don't know. It, it just, why did we put all that stake into them for them to be here for like one episode? I don't know. I guess I, they do a lot of bad guy arcs and I feel like this is the, it has a potential to be another, another one. Sure. I'm a There's no way I'm going to just put it out there. There's no way this isn't coming back. Um, and if it's like Henry Mesner and we have to wait seasons for it to return, fine. But this is as definitely long coming back. It's served. Right. Or at least just conclude the story. Like, he died. Okay, fine. Fine. Let him get shot. Let him die. Whatever. It's, just, it's fine. He can die. Until he can die. Just just wrap it up. Put, yeah. put a bow. Please. Doesn't have to be a pretty bow. It just has to be a bow. Um, so before we tell you what's happening next time, because there's a whole lot of specialness there, what did we learn? You would literally think that at this point we would no. be, I would somewhat want all no, of us, none of us. That we, every time we get to this portion, we're always at shocked and people are probably like, this is so disingenuous. Like, honestly, no, it's really genuine. You go, oh crap. Cause you think about the lines and the plot and stuff. What did the you learn? The fact that I remembered to write lines down, which is a new thing we started, I think last season, I'm really proud of myself. Do I also write down what I've learned? No, because it's further down in my notes that I always forget about it. Uh, until we get to the end and go, oh, we, we well, have to right. do that. I have to do that. Because uh, usually we have a weekly poll, but without Taylor, we will not do the poll. So we will have That's the results to last week's poll in the next episode. She will tell you what that next poll is going to be, but in, we don't have that. So what did yeah. we learn? What did, okay, so I learned that. I, I, I really, that, that that goatee and that mustache, it's intolerable. Like it's truly intolerable <laughs> for me. I, 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 it, it really is, and I, I don't understand. I, under, I was, I was looking, and I, I looked at, I, okay, I Google pictures of Chris Maloney. All right, I did, because I was like, never in my life has he looked like this. Mm-hmm. So I needed to see all the other ways he had looked to me before. So I looked, and I was like, yeah, all of these look way better. Like I don't know what's going on. It's just a personal grooming choice. It just was like, it's a lot it's, of hair. It's a lot undercover. What I get, but it makes me. I don't like it. It's just, I don't like it. He looks like freaking Mr. Clean. I just don't, I don't like it. Like, I know and I get it, but I hope it's, I really hope it's just temporary. Just, I guess, 
I don't know. I think it's just this season. <laughs> it, should, it should only be this time. And it's like, you know, he's not a bad looking guy. And like, he's like getting older. Understatement. Look good like this. You're like taking away his hotness. If you're going to make me have to watch this ship, make him be hot. Make him <laughs> as hot as possible. If you're going to make me watch it. Um, I don't know. That's a good, I like that. That's where you learned. Oh, oh, uh, what else? Oh, I, d- I did learn. That w- there's something better. There's got to be something better. No, but that's this. sufficient. Um, I learned that you <laughs> want Carisi and Rollins to break up. Oh, yeah. I learned that you were wrong. <laughs> I, I I learned that well, as soon as I saw, like, after the kiss of the wedding, I was like, oh, my God. Right. Oh, crazy. It's like, oh, my gosh. And then it was like, like, did you kiss your brother? Like, why are you, like, you're acting like, you're not even, you know, I get you can't really, like, show affection stuff, but, like, Rollins is, like, a chameleon. Like, we, first off, this she's just dope as an actress, but, like, her character, like, is a chameleon even within the show and, like, how she negotiates with people. Like, she's an empath. Like, she has all this energy. And if that's you're not harnessing that, like, to, like, your dude, like, it's just weird. Like, she's how flirty she was with the other guy like it's a a little I don't know a little something a little movement a little like liveliness to it and she has none with him he had more chemistry with Nikki than he did than he is with Amanda right now remember Nikki her sister from last season she like helped girls who were like victimized she was like an advocate she was a lawyer a black girl he was down swirl oh wasn't her name Natalie Okay, so with an end, doesn't matter. Her, it was more chemistry with her. Was you it? Know? I don't know. Fans, tell me her name. Nat, Nat. It started with. It definitely started with an N. Was it? Nat? Yeah. I thought it was Nikki. Was it Nat? Nat? I don't know. Here's what I'm gonna say. Fans, let us know. I was not into that uh, relationship because she was, as Taylor said, too cool for him, um, and deserved better. He was, also, but maybe he can break. Listen, Rollins breaks. Nicole, dang, we was both wrong. I knew it was the end, though. We were close, though, with Nikki. Oh, Nikki, okay. But he, uh, maybe he'll break up with Rollins. Then he'll get cool because he'll become tired of being a, a lame. And then he'll get back with Nicole. Ooh. Um, Jennifer says, I agree. More character with that girl from last season. I think you mean chemistry, but yeah. Yeah, he's Which is def- funny because I didn't feel like they had chemistry at all. Well, I feel like there's more chemistry between, like... Look, there's more chemistry between him and Barbara. There's, look, I don't know. It's like they have this, they have like the energy of like two Campbell soup cans next to each other. It's just like literally nothing. Like it's just not anything. It's like established. We know the brand. We love it, but there's nothing going on between <laughs> you guys. I love this. All right. Um, before we talk about next week, as a reminder, as Felicia pointed out earlier, we are available to listen to audio format only uh, as well, which is on iTunes and Spotify and wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, I will say there is a chance that we'll become video available also elsewhere. And I will tell you about that if it happens. Um, but if you are listening to us on iTunes, please rate and review us. If you like us, you can give us five stars. If you don't like us, you can give us four stars. But you have to tell us what you do not like uh, so that we can improve. Last I checked, there were no uh, further ratings or reviews. Let me double check real quick right now. I mean, you can always leave a positive one, too. Like, yeah. you don't have to be like, oh, my God, you guys are the 
freaking coolest. We got <laughs> two new ratings, but no new reviews. So thank you for the new ratings. I appreciate that. Um, and they were five stars. Thank you. Uh, I will also say, uh, if you don't know, we we made some ridiculous oh, merch. Um, and now I want to make two Campbell soups next to each other <laughs> with the names Rollins and Carisi on it. But I don't know how to make that. So, um, so bad. That was uh, Dan. I said that. Sorry. I like literally like sometimes I just say things. I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> that's very mean. I love it. Um, if you want to check out some of the merch, like the <laughs> Slim and Fair Jeans onesie for a baby, it is available in the link below. There's also uh, Justice for Snowball. I kind of want Justice for Tara now, um, but also uh, there is uh prescription for orgasms with consent as needed mm -hmm. um, so that is available as well check that out uh okay itunes oh if you leave us a comment on itunes we will read it out i will do it in my uh voice that people liked so, Alicia. Operator. i'm i don't i don't know if i want to do gilbert godfrey anymore i could like pick a different voice all right well she'll pick it's a different voice hard, it's hard on your like vocal cords to do that you know like i have to talk a lot already it's so, like you know okay. just try and keep it easy on my vocal cords you know <laughs> Um, and Taylor says she'll do some accent. I don't know which accent, but we'll find out if someone were to leave us a review. I have to pick another. Um, I'll pick another accent. Yeah. Um, all right. So before we wrap things up, next week is a brand new episode. Uh, shall I tell you what was in the promo or should we not do that? Well, you know, I don't watch the promo because I like to be surprised, but we can totally do it. Let's do it this episode. Okay. Um, because... Next week, we will not be doing the show at our regular time. We'll be doing it at a special time and date, and we will tell you when that is as soon as we decide when that is, because um, unfortunately, I'll be out of town. So uh, in the next episode, I think we're seeing Benson go head-to-head -head with McGrath, finally, uh, who is now her boss. And last episode was telling her that we will only go after the real, help the real victims. Um, and so it seems that we have a, a victim who uh, was assaulted, but it says that, or he, McGrath, claims that she had sex with three different men. There was no case. There is no story here because she is not the perfect victim. So that is what we're going to see next episode. And we will discuss that and probably be very angry whenever we come back for our next episode. This is definitely leading, yeah, because we literally just saw her complain about Elliot being gone and, and her having that decade still worth of all of these traumatic instances and dealing with victims and, and injustices and things that are continuously happening that are flawed in our system and society. And she is already like, I feel like she's like a had it up to here. And then I can't even imagine. And uh, McGrath, he <laughs> makes my butt itch. If yep. McGrath makes your butt itch, give this five stars. <laughs> I want to make that my new, that's what I learned. I learned that there's a saying from Felicia. Not a saying, I just said it. Oh, I learned so much about Felicia in this show. You have to like, especially people you don't necessarily like, if you deal with it with a little bit of humor, it's like better. So it's just, you know, that's why I just make make myself laugh. You're getting on my nerves. I just, in my head, I'm like, okay, make my butt itch. Like my butt not, it's not actually itching. It's just a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah, no problem. Uh, otherwise, I would tell you to see a doctor. <laughs> All right. 
I think that's it for this show. Thank you again, uh, Audrey. Oh, also join us in the chat, Daryl and Jennifer and JNCA and Zach. And I, there was someone else. Uh, da, 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 Thanks for joining us. Aaliyah. Every- yeah. yeah. Thank you all so much for being here. I love that we have people in the chat. I love when you correct us. Um, yeah. It's very helpful. Everything. Yeah. I know we, a lot of things. Nancy, Nicole, Nikki, Natalie. Yeah, no. um, it's, it was something. Uh, all right. So until next time, uh, Taylor is not here. You can find her on Twitter at Alphaba underscore and underscore and on no Alphaba and and then on Instagram at Taylor underscore Gates underscore. That's it. Alphaba underscore and Felicia, where are you and where can everyone keep up with you? Where I am is on Instagram at it's Felicia Michelle. I am so excited because next week. Next week, the episodes, all eight episodes uh, drop. Oh, don't forget to like. Yes, don't forget to like. All eight episodes drop of uh, like literally one of the best projects that I've had done since I got back to LA, which is the the official Love Redemption after show. It's a very distinctive podcast with, and Yell and I uh, do that together. And this new half season of ours is like just bigger and better than last time it gets better and better every single time so uh i'm excited and also leverage will drop that day so we're dropping the same day as the series which is absolutely nuts okay um and then follow us because we're going to be like talking about that um all week and uh where else if you are in the los angeles area i am hosting a q a for the uh, aces love movie premiere i get to talk to the actors in it it's an amazing love story um, seriously, go to my page and um, watch a trailer. It's awesome. It's going to be at the Lemire Theater on October 21st. So if you want to uh, come out and watch the movie, it's really a beautiful love story and toss to the cast. And, you know, you can see me and I'll be there, like, you know, talking and stuff. That's where I'll be. Awesome. <laughs> um, I'm everywhere at Yell Teagle. That is Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. I will be at New York Comic Con next weekend. If you are at New York Comic Con or in the New York area and come by the Comic Con, uh, please come say hello. Tell me you saw me on this or where you've seen me. Um, I would love to see anyone IRL because it's been so long. Please. Um, <laughs> yeah. So come say hello. I will be again at New York Comic Con next week which is why we're doing the show at a different time. Um, and of course, next weekend, the second half of season one of Leverage Redemption drops. So check that out on IMDb TV, which is just Amazon with commercials. Um, so if you have Amazon, you have it. Uh, and if you don't have Amazon, it's free to download on the IMDb app. But then you can check out the official Leverage Redemption After Show, a very distinctive podcast on the Electric Now app. Uh, and that is the only place to find it. So. Ooh, check that out. Thank you so it's much to everyone who's here. It's free. Download yes, it. everything's free. Um, thank you guys so much for being here. Thanks to everyone who, again who was live. Thank you, Aaliyah, for reminding. Don't forget to like. I appreciate that. Thank um, you. Yeah, we'll see you guys next time, and we'll let you know when that is on social. So keep an eye out. Bye. See you. See you.